What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Isaac Allison Show, where I talk everything sports. And today, Deshaun Watson has finally requested a trade after the Texans hired um, David Cooley. That was a former pet scene court game coordinator and uh, assistant head coach for the Ravens. And good for Deshaun Watson. He's happy. I hope he's happy that he wants out. I want him to be out because the Texans are not a great organization at all for anybody right now. It's not looking good for anybody there. If you like the team, it does not look good. Jack Easterby. He was a chaplain at um he was a chaplain at the New England Patriots. Then he basically comes over to the Texans and becomes like the president or something. And just becomes the and becomes the basically the the G becomes the basically the owner of the team, not actually owning it. And he hires Nick Casario, which is a former New work for the former New England Patriots, and now they hired David Colley. And the reason why Deshaun Watson finally did that because they're hoping he maybe get. Eric Bieniemy, but he did not, and Eric Bieniemy is another year that he did not get a head coaching gig, and I don't think that that the Texans are a good organization, and this is just downhill from here, and that they have no shot of winning a title in the next two decades. No shot at all without Deshaun Watson. I don't think they can get another quarterback that will help them. And Kyle McNair is not known as the best owner. He is. And the part that messed them up the most is that they asked Deshaun Watson, who do you want for head coach? And he'll be a part of the process. And then they just forget about him and take away what they just took back on their word. And that's really what frustrated Deshaun Watson the most. And me personally, I think the best fit for Deshaun Watson is the Carolina Panthers. Teddy Tukov is not getting the job done. And they have Christian McCaffrey, a great running back, and phenomenal running back, top three running back in the league. Probably with Derrick Henry and and Christian McCaffrey, probably top, probably top two running back in the league. And the Carolina Panthers, they just need to work on their defense. But if they could get him, they'd be some playoff contenders, and they can win a playoff game or two or go on a run. But Jack Easterby. He's been making decisions, and the dude was a chaplain before before becoming an NFL executive. That's just never heard of, and that's just insane, I think, personally. I don't know what they're going to do, but it's not looking good over there. 
Next up, the Buccaneers beat the Packers on Sunday, 31-26. to The Buccaneers, at the beginning of the half, were playing phenomenal football. They're running the ball, and I could feel personally that the Packers were not playing good football. Like, it was not close at all. It was not... It was not good football, and it's not looking good. But the Buccaneers, right before half, they come to, they go down, and they convert on a fourth and three, and then they're like, you know what, Scotty Miller, you're gonna run down the field, and he's gonna think, oh, he's just uh, white dude. He's not gonna do anything. He's not. He's not fast. He's one of the fastest players. Top. 10 fastest players in the league. Skirts by him. Scotty skirts, skirt, Miller skirts, skirts, and catches it. And it was bad. It was not looking good. And the Buccaneers in the second half handed the ball over to the Packers three times. Three, three interceptions. Not good at all for, for Aaron Rodgers' win. They had three three. Shots at at points, and they only came away with six points. That's not good at all. That's terrible. They handed you the game, and you just didn't take it. It's not good. And Aaron Rodgers and that situation is not is confusing. But I think that Aaron Rodgers is still the person there at least for one more year, but we'll see how Jordan Love pans out in the Packers. And he didn't – he was, like, in the pro- practice squad the whole entire year, so he was not even playing for the Buccaneers – for the Packers. He was just – he was just in the practice squad, and he didn't even suit up a single game. Next up, the Chiefs beat the Bills 38-24. to The Bills came up early – and they had to play a perfect game against the Kansas City Chiefs. They couldn't be taking any field goals. They had to go for it on fourth down, especially when they're on the Chiefs side of the ball, Chiefs side of the field. Um, and they and they couldn't get it done. They had a they had a nine point lead because they on the touchdown they missed an extra point. Kyle ba- Tyler Bass and from there, the the Chiefs just kind of took over, and at the end, they the Chiefs just kept scoring. And Josh Allen, great dude, he kept on going back, and they kept on holding on to him and couldn't get a, make the big plays. And they kept on kicking field goals, which was not the best decision at all. And that really hurt him, I think, a lot. And you have to go for it on fourth down. You have to score to jump every single play against the Chiefs. It feels every single drive you have to go down and score against the Chiefs. Even when the Carolina Panthers they had time of possession, they beat them. They scored every single time and they still couldn't beat the Chiefs. That's how good the Chiefs are. And Tyreek Kill is the best player in the NFL. And Leslie Frazier could not get the job done against the Chiefs as the defensive coordinator. And that hurt him a lot. 
But now, let's get into some NFL news. The Matthew Stafford is gone from Detroit. They parted ways. No, they are of no more. Um, good for Matthew Stafford. We can see a different type of Matthew Stafford. Is the reason why they're losing is because of Matthew Stafford, or is it because the organization is super bad? I, I'm leaning toward the organization, but it could be Matthew Stafford. But Matthew Stafford has been playing very well. And here are some top places that he has talked to that he thinks is the best for him. The top number one is the 49ers. Number two is the Colts. Number three is the Jets. Number four is the Bears. Number five is the Panthers. So Matthew Stanford won't. Matthew Stafford wants to win. And if you want to win, why is your top – why is the Jets in your top three? So I don't think that the Jets are ready to win at, at all right now, right here. They're not ready to go on a Super Bowl run at all or even make the playoffs for that. And I think that the every other team, the Bears – they could possibly win, but I don't see them. I don't see them getting him because they are in the same division as the Lions, and they don't want to have that tension between them and give them a player that was in the former division against them. And that does not seem like something a team in the NFL would do. But I think the Colts are the best fit. They have a great running game with Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. The dudes are unbelievable, and they can just ball out. And they are better than the 49ers, I think, even though Kyle Shannon is a very good head coach. But the Colts have the, the best defense alongside the 49ers have a great defense. But I think Robert Salah will not be there. I think he puts the glue all together, and I don't think that they'll be able to keep it together. Next up, 101 Committee Awards. Here's are some awards that I found from the 101 Committee. Are offensive, AFC Offensive Player of the Year, obvious, Derrick Henry. The dude made history. He was back-to-back rushing title, his rushing title, rushing title leader. So he got the rushing title this 2019-2020 season, and the 20 this year. And the dude's insane. He was like one of the few people. There's like eight people that have ever done that have ever rushed for 2,000 yards. With his part, he made history, but the Aaron Rodgers is probably going to get the MVP because it's such a quarterback-driven league. Well, Derrick Henry made history, but it's not a running back league like it was in the past when they didn't do very much forward pass because they didn't have the West Coast air raid offense. Big offenses that grew in the 2000s decade that are not there. 
Now for the NFC Player of the Year is Aaron Rodgers. The dude's playing insane. He said that something that he saw is that an old film that he in his hitches where he when he went to the drop back and where he first got up and dropped his legs back and went forward. That's where he worked on the most and he started squatting a lot more and got his legs stronger and he was better on rhythm and sling it real quick. And felt like he was a whole nother player. Like he was a whole Aaron Rodgers 2.0 because he had so many injuries the last couple of years and never was on the injury report this year. Next up is the AFC defensive player representing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, TJ Watt. He is the best pass rusher in the, in the league, outside pass rusher in the entire league. And next, and just the best person there is if you want a, a pass rusher. Next up is NFC Defensive Player of the Year, Aaron Donald. The dude's insane. When he had a river injury, he was not as 100%. Like, he wasn't going beast mode on him. But the dude's still insane. He's one of the best players in the league. And next up is, is AFC Coach of the Year is Kevin Stefanski. And the NFC Coach is Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera deserves it. Kevin Stefanski deserves it. Both took teams to the playoffs that that the Washington football team, they de- they deserved it. Um, and Kevin Stefanski got Cleveland to believe, and they did the job. I like those two awards a lot. And some quarterbacks that beat Tom Brady in the playoffs that you might not know. Uh, I thought this was just super interesting. So, the first one is Mark Sanchez. He is now an ESPN reporter analyst, and he played for the Jets. This is when I'm pretty sure this is when they had Rex Ryan, and they were doing some weird offensive stuff. It was super weird, but they only be, they were only good for like one year, and they were bad the rest. And another is Jake Plummer, which was a quarterback for the Denver Broncos in 2005. And I don't know about that because that was before I was born, but I thought that was just an interesting fun fact that you might want to know. Now it's time for Hot Takes, presented by no one. Now, I don't talk very much basketball, but you guys should see this coming. The Nets will not win a championship because of bad defense, because Kawhi, Paul George, they play great defense. The Williams, everybody on the Clippers plays great defense. And I think that James Harden is going to hold him back in Kyrie. And Kevin Durant is going to try to do everything in his power to go off. But they're going to be like, no, we ain't going to do that. Because we've spent all our 
it's called we spent all our we've gone all in and now we're gonna get nothing in return and i think that the nets are gonna go go down and they're gonna just keep on going down and i think that they if they're they they are the I like them to go out of the East, but I don't like them to win the title. They are not the They are very confusing in basketball. But I don't think that James Harden has, James Harden has never won a championship, nor will he ever, with Kevin Durant. So he's not going to win because he has Kevin Durant. And Kyrie. Not going to win. Now, my thoughts on the Super Bowl and the Kansas City Chiefs are the favorite for me. I have them favorited. I like them by like around five points, five-ish points right now. Five-ish, seven, seven points. But Tom Brady's the GOAT. Always have to remember that. And Patrick Mahomes is the baby GOAT. And if you... If he wins the Super Bowl, he's in the Hall of Fame already. This dude is in the Hall of Fame. If he beats Tom Brady next week, that he's in the Hall of Fame already. If he beats Tom Brady, because he'll be three and two against Tom Brady. He beat the GOAT. He beat the GOAT three times out of five. Has majority wins, and he's just a stud. He's just the best player on the field when he's playing anybody. He's the best player on the field, and nobody can talk bad about him because he's the best player about on the football at least with his froggy voice, even though my voice is messed up because I've been yelling a lot. So, hope you guys enjoyed. Stay safe. You're the best. You're a stud. Peace.